All right, this is Heather here. And if you have ever wanted to hear Michelle say the word sex really quietly, be sure you <laughs> tune in to our show on intimacy. It's not what you think. We are talking all about self-disclosure and how we need to open up about how we think and feel in order to get closer to the people we love. Be sure you tune in and listen and join us. Welcome to The Living Room. We are thrilled that you are joining us for today's conversation. Whether you're here for the first time or you're a longtime friend of the show, we're delighted to have conversations just like this, where as women and friends, we talk about everything from relationships to personal development, from growing in our own careers and roles as women, as mothers, as wives, as friends. We also love talking and touching on things that are spiritual. Thank you so much for joining us. And now we'll turn the time over to your hosts for today's show. Welcome to the living room. I'm Heather. I'm your host today. And joining me are Jody, Nicole, Michelle, and Jana. And today we're going to have a little bit of fun based in some research so that we're pulling kind of everything in together. And we're in particular talking about intimacy and relationships. And before like everyone gets all weirded out and Michelle needs an extra Diet Coke, right? <laughs> we're going to be really clear with what we're talking about here. When we talk about intimacy, which can be a whole nother show and a whole nother topic, uh, intimacy occurs between two people when they're willing to self-disclose. Oh, right. Okay. It's a component we have to have in relationships with our kids, with each other, right? As friends, but especially with our spouse, we have to be able to self-disclose. Disclose. So what does that mean? So in my mind, I call that vulnerable. vulnerable. For sure. You could yeah. probably put those in there. Vulnerability tends by definition to refer to an openness that our heart will feel all the things. Okay. Like so that I'm willing in my heart to feel sad and empathy and hurt and excitement and pain. Okay. But to be open. Yeah. To disclose, right? Be open with yourself. And it can work that way too, dependent upon kind of what word resonates with you. So this is really that place where we're willing to give revealing information about ourselves to other people, right? Mm -hmm. Which again, we'll all be safe today, right? Those mm -hmm. revealing things. But this is everything from our thoughts and our feelings, our aspirations, our goals, our failures, as well as our successes, which sometimes we only lead with the successes, uh, our fears and our dreams, what we like, what we don't like, all of this is self-disclosure. So the more self-disclosure there tends to be, obviously from a healthy person to a healthy person, the increase intimate intimacy increases between those two people. So one of my favorite studies that's ever been done happened now about 20 years ago, where a group of researchers came together and worked really hard to figure out what questions could be asked to guarantee an increase in intimacy as a result of self-disclosure. Oh, I love that. Right? Okay. And so the researchers came up with 36 questions that are proven over and over and over again to increase intimacy between two people because of the way they increase self-disclosure, right? To, okay. To, like to disclose. It. So what we're going to do today is we're going to run through some of those questions and you'll get to know a little bit about more about us as we sit here and get to know us. But really the hope is that not just the five of us in this room because of that self-disclosure feels um, a more intimate relationship, but that as you're listening, that you can also feel that as we get to know each other, whether you're in the room or not. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw some out and the way it works is, like I said, there's 36 and we could even post them if anyone wants them, or you can reach out if they're helpful, or if you want to use them with your spouse, they're great on road trips. They're great when you take vacations together. Mm -hmm. They're great every night before you go to bed to start working through them. 
I'm going to throw them out, and we're just going to go around the room and answer a number of these today. Good idea. Not too long. Just stick kind of, you know, with it, but where it's appropriate. So let's start with the first one. Uh, let's start with, when was the last time you sang to yourself? Today. <laughs> and what did you sing? A Johnny Cash song, Ring Which of one? Fire. <laughs> okay. Was the last time you sang to and yourself today? You today. sang Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. Okay, yes. Nicole. I don't usually sing to myself. Okay. I sing with songs, and it usually happens in my car or okay. in the kitchen. You remember what was on this morning? I haven't listened to music today. So nothing. Not yet today. Not yet Nothing's today. gone through your mind. Okay. Do we not get to say why? Because that just kind of comes out so random. Like, aren't people going to be like, why in the heck is she thinking of Johnny Cash and Ring of Fire? Or do we not care? Well, you can explain why if you feel the need to justify why you like Johnny Cash. Well, it's but... just because my husband has a Johnny Cash t-shirt, and we do like we do like Johnny Cash mm-hmm. when we're snowmobiling or whatever. But it was just on my mind because I was thinking about that we were snowmobiling and yeah, whatever. Yeah, so a tie-in, right? But, you know, okay, Michelle, yeah. last song you sang to yourself. What was it and when? Uh, Laying It All Down by Nathan Pacheco. Okay. Not, not even like a peppy upbeat, but I was just... I'm a little bit obsessed with that song right now, and I was singing it to myself this morning. Yeah, you could just hear it. Okay, yeah. Jana, what about yours? Um, the Ground from Sunrise Mass, and I don't know the words because they're Latin, but I was just singing it because we're doing it for choir. Yeah, you pretend you yeah. know them, right? Yeah. Those things. Yeah. Um, as weird as this is, mine this morning was actually that song, And Then He Kissed Me, that's on Adventures in Babysitting. Yes. I haven't seen the movie in a really long time, and I don't know where it came from, but I've, that's been, adorable. Sing- I've been singing it all morning long, all morning long. Okay, another one. What is? What are three things that you appear to have in common with your spouse? Ooh. That's tricky. Three things that you appear to have in common with your spouse. But what if we do like, have that? That other people would think we have in common or that we are thinking that we that actually have in common? That to you, you oh. think you oh, have in common. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. What is it? That we... Michelle, what do you appear to have in common with your husband? We both love to travel okay. and experience new things. We both love looking at new houses even when we're not building. Okay. That's cool. And we both love being entertained, like laughing and stand-up comedians and movies and... Sure. Like that, that you have in common. Okay. Nicole, for you. Um, we both have a strong spiritual center. That's, that's the same. Um, we, we don't, there are a lot of things we don't have in common. Oh gosh, that's probably not good. (laughs) We both, um, they always, they're around values. We both really love, like, we'd like to vacation where it's tropical, like warm. We like to go where it's warm and we both have a similar sense of humor. That you share those things. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jana, you want to take tackle this one too? Sure. Um, we're both really passionate about whatever we're into, and we um, we both served in the same mission at the same time. And I love having Didn't that in that common. And um, yeah, like Nicole said, really spiritually centered and grounded together. And I also feel like, and this will be really obvious, that we're both really interested in the arts, all the arts, and we both really support each other in that. Yeah. Do you share that? Yeah. Do you share that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Jody, wrap us up with this one. We definitely love the outdoors, the snowmobiling, anything with recreation. You know, thankfully I do, because I don't know how we'd survive without a wife that didn't. 
And right now we're passionate about our chickens. We have four chickens. <laughs> Both of you are. Both of yes, because it gets I get a kick out of watching them follow him like the farmer. We don't have a farm, but that's what he that's what he's trying to get, I think. Um, so the chickens, that's something that's bonding us in the evenings as we go even in the winter. Um, and the third thing is, you know, we just we'll just listen and talk about what our kids are doing and how they're growing and because we've got a big span of ages and we just we just have that in common that we're we're wanting to know where our kids are and how life is changing for them and that just seems to be a topic that's that you share right that now. we share right yeah. now yeah, yeah and it's, it's different than when the kids are little and you're kind of t- you know but we're thinking of their lives moving forward sure okay let's do another one do you have a secret hunch about how you will die Christian does. Yes. No. I don't. No hunch. No hunch. Nothing for Jody. Michelle? Mm. I think I'll die of breast cancer because everyone in my family has. Oh. Oh. You asked the question. I know. That makes me think lung cancer because I I, I have to get tested for that every, but. No, I think that too. I had a long history of breast cancer in the family, but I also think, like, I've had this pattern of kind of leaving things early, kind of checking out early and moving on to the next thing. So I kind of feel like, not in a morose way, but I kind of feel like at some point I'm just going to check out. Yeah, I'm moving on. Sure, you got you got other things to do, right? Yeah. yeah, other things to do. Okay, next one. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would you want to wake up with? We're talking like superpower or like realistic. <clears throat> Let's be like realistic. Like it would be cool to fly. I, I don't know. I think that'd be super cool. Like I, just, like Iron Man my way somewhere. But but we're being realistic. Realistic. Right? I don't have much musical talent. And you wish you could wake up tomorrow with some. Yeah. Either like a real voice or just already know how to play like the guitar. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so you could do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Michelle, ability or talent or um, quality that you want to wake up with tomorrow? Uh, I think being more empathetic or peaceful. Both of those. I want to feel more peaceful and be more peaceful. And I want to be more empathetic to others. That those two things would be great when you wake yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Magical. Okay. Jenna? Oh, I want to be athletic. (laughs) And I want to have so much willpower. (laughs) Willpower and athleticism. Yeah. I love that we're not having a hard time filling in this question. I know, know, right? Okay, Jody, wrap us up with this one. So being ADHD and learning about it later in life, I just want to know what it's like to not have those millions of thoughts in my head. But I don't want the power to go away for all the creativity. Right. That's one of them. But I want that. I want that stillness because I don't think I really know for sure what my husband's brain feels like. Cause when he explains it to me, I'm like, Oh, that mind doesn't do that. The second thing I want to watercolor in Janet. That's, I want to, that's up. what I want to wake over. up and go, Oh my gosh, I just painted an entire watercolor mural. So I would love that talent. Kind if of you friends. Come to France. <laughs> Come to France and learn to vote. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you guys had a crystal ball that could tell you the truth about yourself or your life or the future, oh. what would you want to know? Only one thing here, not more than one. What would you want to know about the future? I'll How many you, grandkids? I know I exactly. <laughs> I know exactly. I want to know nothing because when I've been in really tough stuff in my life, we've been in genuine crisis. I had somebody come up to me and say, don't you just wish you knew what was around the corner? And I said, no, no. if I knew this, I would never get out of bed. I would curl up. Yeah. And so, no, I don't want to know anything except that I'll have the right people around me to support me. That's it. That's it. Yeah. 
Michelle, what do you want to know? I really want to have that much faith, but I want to know. We have some, <laughs> we have some tricky things happening with my husband's health right now. And so oh, that's hard. what I want to know is how, if that means I should, how I should structure my business or if I should go get a job. So I would like to know what I need to do so that if the time ever comes that I am the sole breadwinner of our family, that I'm not wasting my time doing something over here if I should be doing it over here. Sure. That's so heavy. I want that. Yeah, that's very helpful. Crystal would be very helpful mm-hmm. in that. Yes, that. That, yeah. would be, that would, would be. be. I'm willing to do whatever. Just show sure. me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just show me. Right. And exactly. I don't want to waste my time doing one thing if that's ultimately not the best thing for my yeah. family. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. Nicole. So as adults, there have been like like I'm realizing that adult children are just as hellacious as little kids sometimes as I watch like my family grow. And so I would want a crystal ball to see like what the dynamic is of if my kids marry who they could, like what it do we work as a family? Like are we able to have good family relationships? Meaning once they get married, you want to see like in fifteen the years when everybody's in? married and to see how that goes down. Yeah. <laughs> That's dicey. I know. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't want to know. I I'm just want to roll. Sure I, that one. <laughs> I just want to just love all the people, even if there are pains in my room. Well, I want, exactly. to, I want to love exactly. them regardless. Yeah. By a little yeah, heads up of like what I should be doing <laughs> right now. Oh, yeah. there you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 To be more prepared yeah. to love. Yeah. yeah. Like what kinds of personalities should I yeah. start sure. to learn to love right sure. this minute? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think I'm more like you, Jana, where I don't necessarily know what I want to see or if I do. I don't, I don't know if I do, but I think if I had to pick one, I would like to know how long my husband and I are alive together. Oh. Uh, meaning I want to know who's going to be alone and for how long. I already told him he has to be alone. Well, I, I, oh, <laughs> because I, think, I don't want to be alone. Because I think one of the things in all honesty that I always pray for more than anything is that we grow old together. Yes. As old as possible yes. together. Yes. yes. And so I think I'd. I think I'd like to know, but then I'd just be freaked out until it yeah. happens. So yeah, see, I'm, problem I'm back to this where I'm like, I don't really want like to know. Like if I saw what that. I'm thinking, I want, like, I don't really want to know. Yeah. yeah. It's no, just, you, you have to, right? but yeah. see, you can already see like, even just with these, what, five or six questions, how we really have to like tap into and dig down to self-disclose. Like yeah. that really, I just said was, that's essentially my like worst fear is, is, is to be without my husband yeah, for yeah, a long period of time. First. Like, yeah, that's just a terrible fear I have, yeah. which you wouldn't know about me unless we answered questions like this. Yeah. Right? right. So it right. starts to connect us yeah. that way. And I'm not like, yeah. And then you start to see like where your fears are and you're in. Absolutely. Yeah. And well, we just had this conversation because we were snowmobiling and Christian pointed out an avalanche area, you know, and just He's saying, like, Oh, let's go die together. Yeah. No, <laughs> But he, but he does tell me he wants to go out big. He's like, if I'm going to die, I want to. So I have had to come to terms with, he's very honest about, you know, it wouldn't be so bad for him if he flew off a mountain. Well, that would be bad for me. So my next yeah. thing was, where's what? how much do I have in a life insurance policy? But I think these are the questions. I, I've known about this for, for him for a long time, and I don't think it means he's going to go do it on purpose, but it does bring you closer together. It really does, even if it's a little uncomfortable. I don't For like sure. the thought of it, but he's completely comfortable with just saying, hey, you know what? I do these things. I'm, I'm as careful as I can because, be, but like, I can't, I can't, what's the word? I can't assure yeah. or control. Because the five of us answering so, these questions, you know, we're having a different experience than if it was our spouse. A hundred percent. Completely different. And remember yeah. That, yeah. that these build that intimacy in that relationship yeah. between you and your spouse. But like, I would learn a lot more like, cause I like to learn about you, but 
I've been with him for a long time. So if I like to think you'd learn something right. you don't already know. Yeah, for sure. Which is what they're meant to do, right? Yeah. When yeah. the study was done 20 years ago, it was done amongst jet opposite genders, man and woman, right? Mm-hmm. But it was also done simply because there were more females in the study than males. It was also done where some situations were just two women right. having these same conversations. Right. Either way, no matter if we look at married, cohabiting, or just friends, or strangers who are just paired up, it still proves every time to do the same thing. Yeah. That self-disclosure with the following 36 questions creates an intimacy between two people, which is so cool. That's really cool. cool. Because it allows you to do that, right? Okay, so let's throw a couple more in there. Uh, Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? And why haven't you done it? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm doing what um, my biggest dream, so I'm happy. Like so nothing that you've yeah. dreamt of doing for a long time that you haven't done. Okay. Uh, I keep thinking that I want to learn the guitar, which is mm-hmm. interesting because I already said that. Yeah, yeah, it's a common theme. Maybe you should learn to play the guitar. I know. I think I need I to. Think yeah. so. I think you should probably learn to play the guitar. But that, I've how already... Come, how come you haven't done it? Um, I'm, I'm really close. Like, I think, I think I'm going to make it happen, like, this calendar year. Good job. Yeah. So soon. Okay. I, I bought a guitar three years ago. That was on my list. And it is really challenging for me to learn the guitar. It is. Um, and, and I haven't given up, but at the same time, as it doesn't happen as fast as I want it to. Is that your thing? So I think if that you had would, to answer that. Well, I'm saying that because she's saying that and I really think that. But no, going to Italy, um, going and really researching where my mom's side of the family is. And we keep, you know, it, what holds me back is... What do you do with the family? You know, do we have enough money right now? Blah, blah. But the reality is, is that if somebody put $5,000 in my hand tomorrow and said, you can do anything, that's the, that's, I'd book my flight and off I'd go. And it would just, it'd be like, I want to go explore. I don't want to just fly over for two weeks. I want to bike. I want to drive. I want to explore. I want to be in Italy. So Maybe I need ten grand. Maybe I need twenty. I don't know. Somebody just hand me some money, and That's what I really want. Yeah, just a big I do. <laughs> but Italy, money, Italy, money, Italy. Yeah. money to put towards Italy. Go, a GoFundMe for Jody to go to Italy. Yeah. Okay, Jana. Uh, I really, really, well, one of my things is I dreamed of writing a cookbook and that is coming out. So that's exciting. But then, um, I really, really want to write and publish a novel and I've started it and I've written three drafts and it's just not quite there yet, but I feel like I had to back burner it for a while because it's getting stressful. So, but that I really, really, that's like on my, like if I got like a cancer diagnosis, I would say shelf everything. I'm writing this book. Because I really want to do it before I go. Because that's really... Yeah. <laughs> I love that now everything's ending in death. All I know, right? I, I know. I love that. That's, that's totally mine, too. Is it? I know yeah. I know. I should write a book. I yeah. know I should. Not I want to. I know yeah. I should. Yeah. But I haven't made time for it yet. Yeah. That would be mine, too. For sure. Cool. Okay. Let's do a couple others. Michelle, what does that mean? No. Now my dream is for you to write a book. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Let's do another one. Uh, let's do... So that Michelle's a little bit uncomfortable. Sweet. What roles do love and affection play in your life? Well, I can answer that question. Yes. Okay. So, um, do you mean like romantically between husband and wife or do you? Yeah. Like- let's answer it with your spouse because we're all in that same place as far as our spouses go married right now. I would say that my first thought when you say that is I think about the five love languages. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want them all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the yeah. same time. Mm-hmm. No, not necessarily at the same time. Sometimes I need gifts. Sometimes I need words of affirmation. Sometimes right. I need <laughs> time. touch. Oh, uh-huh. your so, husband. I know. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Because sometimes I want it all. I don't need it all at the same time. But he but, has, how does he know what to do when? Um, 
please don't say he has to read your mind. No. Please no, tell I'm me. I'm happy tell to him. tell him. Perfect. Oh, all the time. Okay. I'm like, Perfect. I need this. And he'll you be okay. Like, oh, you good job. Absolutely. I'm totally happy to ask for what I need. Okay, good for you. But yeah, I need it all. Good. And so that's tricky. He can't just buy me a gift every time because sometimes I'm like, I don't, I don't want, want the gift. I yeah. just want you to spend some time with me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. What about affection? I would think this one would make you squirm a little bit more. But what role does affection play in your life? I like it. Like, it matters. Sure. Okay. It matters. Okay. Period. Next How person. much? Totally matter? signing off there. Yep. Which I should announce that while you were, while, while we've been chatting today, right, recording these shows, we decided we need an intimacy show, and I was totally like on board. Like legit intimacy. Yeah. So we'll tackle intimacy from not self-disclosure another yeah. time. And right? Michelle yeah. might be absent that Yeah. Day. No! Michelle will have no, to be there. Won't. If nothing else, for comic relief. That's right? Yeah, we'll just watch her go red. You need me. And Paige yes. has to be here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like so. Love and affection. Um, what role does it play? Does it matter? Yeah. Does it not? To what extent? I feel really safe with love and affection. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I like, I think right now, like, I'm very grateful that it's just safe and secure. And the affection piece, like, it's, you know, we've been married for a long time. So it, <laughs> it's like, like, less honeymoon and more just like comfortable does that make mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. not forgotten Mm-mm. but comfortable okay like that. that's a piece of place okay mm-hmm. jen what do you think love and affection huge it's huge it's a big deal yeah is it as big of a deal to your husband as it is to you mm. probably yeah that he cares about it too mm-hmm. okay yeah. jody so i'm much more affectionate than my husband is. And so he's very sensitive to the fact that sometimes I have to just spell it out and say, I, here I come, I'm coming in for a hug and you got to not hug me like pat, 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 but you got to, you got to hold me. Um, so we have different, you know, different affection spectrum, the spectrum, but I appreciate that he recognizes that because I got to have the words of affirmation and the touch. Um, but I think that's also something that it's been hard in our marriage to talk about that and understand that um, because there are, you know, who would have thought that a guy, you grow up thinking that all guys just love affection and they want sex and they want, you know, and sure, that's all part of it. But it's the daily touches and the, you know, coming home and my mom and dad always kissed when as soon as my dad came in the door. And that's not something that, you know, I did that to Christian the first time. He's like, wait, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm coming in for my hello kiss. He's like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, why? So it burst into tears yeah, and run to the bedroom. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so it was just going, oh, it's not that you, it's like, oh, okay. I haven't seen this before. My parents didn't do this, sure. but we've learned each other's, um, what our needs are and we've met them. And after, you know, we're still learning and meeting, but that's, yeah, how those play out and yeah. what they mean at different phases of life. Yeah. Okay, when did you last cry in front of another person? And when did you last cry by yourself? Like, ugly cry or, like, just... Wiping a tear in church. Wiping like, a tear What are you talking church? about? Ugly. Man, you guys are, like, picky about this. <laughs> well, because yeah. I was... It's like, it's like a difference between yesterday I know. or, like, I diving know. deep. For sure. When did you, I want to know when you did, when did you last ugly cry? Um, ugly cry. I don't know. I'd, ha- I'd need more time. I'd have to think for a minute. The last time tears came to my eyes was actually with a client this week mm-hmm. who we have been friends for years and years and now sees me on a professional level and just found out that 
their spouse has been having an affair for a long time. And it wasn't ugly cry, but I cry. And I don't, I never cry in front of clients, but I shouldn't say never because now I have. Uh, By myself, last time I cried by myself, we recently got rid of, I'm going to cry right now. Oh no. The rocking chair that I nursed and rocked all our kids in. Oh, that's sweet. And I'll cry by myself or for myself again. Yeah. (laughs) So see, see, these yeah. questions work. They totally work. They do. Yeah. So yeah, that would be mine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jana, in front of someone else and by yourself. I usually don't cry in front of other people. Um, I, I did really have tears come to my eyes when I, um, this wonderful couple in our neighborhood came home from serving a mission at the UN in Geneva. And, um, after their report, I just went up that and just told them how much I love them and how grateful I am for their examples of service. And, and it came from a very deep place Mm -hmm. and I wept. Yeah. But, um, yeah, usually I don't cry for other people. What about you by yourself? Ugly cries. Um, Last time, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Remember what it was over? Uh, yes. Someone said something <laughs> hurtful and I yeah. retreated. Yeah. You had yeah. to process it? Yeah. Okay, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, last time I cried by myself was <laughs> two days ago in the car. I just listened to a song and it just made oh. me feel all the things <laughs> and I just cried. Mm-hmm. And then um, the last time I cried in front of someone was actually last week um, when I was traveling and I just got some not great news from home and it just kind of was a culmination of lots of feelings and things and me not being able to fix things and I just sobbed. I had to, I had to excuse myself because I realized I could no longer yeah. do that in front of someone. Manage it. Right. Okay, Nicole. So like the little cry, I spoke for a church group a couple nights ago mm-hmm. and, you know, had the feels. So mm-hmm. that was that. And then, um, last ugly cry would have been like in January and it was, um, over family drama with my parents and I just buried my head in my yeah. husband's shoulder and just gave mm-hmm. it a good ugly cry. Yeah. I mm-hmm. felt all the feelings. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. crying. Okay. Jody, do you want to answer this one? Yeah. So just a few weeks ago, um, I ended up feeling that really tightness and hurting in my back and in my lungs. And I just Mm. knew it was pneumonia and I am not, I'm, I have just one half right lung and a left lung and pneumonia is not good for me. And it was, I think every time that that's going to, I'm going to hear those words, that word, Mm -hmm. that's going to scare me because it's not something that, uh, it's, it's not something that, I may get to recover from someday. We caught it early, but that's just, I haven't had it for a year. Mm -hmm. Um, That's twice since surgery. And uh, the reality of that, that just, and my husband, I called him on the phone and he was silent and, you know, you get through it, but yeah, but that's when it was, that's when it was. And so I think that was the scary, heartfelt, you know, ugly cry that you're out of control and, but also very grateful because I have wonderful doctors. Um, and then this morning driving here because uh, I didn't think I'd come. And it's not like you can't do this without me, but I enjoy it. But it definitely tells me that in these last four weeks I've healed and I've gotten better. And I get to meet my daughter today for lunch. And that makes me joyful. And so gratitude as I'm listening to Caleb and beautiful Jesus music and uh, 
That's a radio station. Yeah. Beautiful Jesus music. Beautiful Jesus music. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can run through. Let's see if we can fit in two more. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Hmm. What, if anything, is too serious to joke about? There's a lot. Um, my eight-year-olds think it's funny to joke about suicide. Mm-hmm. And so we're putting yeah, like that's not funny. Like I'm constantly like, stop it now. Yeah, not not cool to joke about. Mm-hmm. Okay, Michelle, what's yours? Besides sex, I mean, <laughs> 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 joked uh, about or talked about? Yeah, I joked. Well, joked I about. Fine. I was mostly using that for comic humor. I, know. Um, I can't think of anything str- bigger than that right oh, now. Sorry, that no. can be joked about. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's almost nothing that can't be joked about in our home, but I would have to say um, things that are sacred. Yeah, that those yeah. things would. Yeah. I would agree with all that. I think for me, it's still back to kind of where my insecurities lie, which is joking about my parents or my husband dying. And then oh. my kids would be in there too. Oh, yeah. that No, that's never but funny. That, I, I can't get on board. Like, no. my husband makes jokes sometimes about, well, like... At least I'd go out big. It's kind of similar. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, not funny. None of that's uh-uh. funny. Like, uh-uh. don't, don't do that. So yeah. that doesn't work for me. Okay, Jody, I'm, one I'm more there quick. right with you because that's, I mean, Christian and I have those real conversations and we have to, because a long time ago it was brought up jokingly years and years ago and it's not okay. So that one's off limits for you. So we mm-hmm. talk about it, but I don't want the joke. Yeah. Not to be uh-huh. joked about yeah. it. Uh-huh. Okay. Last one. Lightning round. If your house with everything you own catches on fire and you've already saved your loved ones and your pets, but you can go back in to save one item. Scrapbooks. What would it be? One item. Scrapbooks. I'm embarrassed <laughs> to say that it would be my laptop. Okay. Does it have your family pictures on it? It has pictures on it. It's how I make a paycheck. Like it's like, yeah, it means a lot. Okay. Well, just like, yeah, what I do with it means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We had this experience when the freeways were closing and we had to escape the Los Angeles riots back in the day. Oh, geez. Uh-huh. And we took our projects. We took our current projects. So that reminds me, like the laptop. Like, it would have been the equivalent of that that had everything on it. And we put, that makes me feel we put enough clothes to put in a grocery sack so it didn't look like we were actually going anywhere. We put stuff in grocery sacks so it looked like... We, yeah. Yeah. And we did that. Yeah. I, I feel like I would probably still do the same, except I think journals... Because they're handwritten and they're not anywhere else. I think yeah. I'd have to take those. Yeah. So you take I, those? I couldn't grab them fast. They're, they're, I don't have oh, them. Yeah, they're all they're in a box. Yeah. I'll just grab them. Yeah. yeah. As, I took pictures of journals. I started doing that at the pages, oh. you know. But I, that's a hard one for me. I'm going to say pets, just assuming that we've got our we already got them. out. They're oh. already. Yeah. I don't know because I don't necessarily have a specific heirloom or something. But, you know, pictures. I do have a few pictures of my Italian ancestors and some scrapbooks like Michelle said I just I probably would grab would go for those yeah or and some pictures that are on my wall that are my family wall that just one of when my daughter got married and it's all of us together and it's just like if I if I want to yeah I would grab yeah that means a lot that means a lot well I appreciate you guys being up for the questions especially because you didn't know they were coming (laughs) and and I hope that it will kind of remind us really that when we do want to be closer to someone we have to disclose things about ourselves in order to create that type of intimacy or connection, regardless of who it is. And so I hope you'll see this and and listen. And not only did you feel closer, you know, to us and we with each other, but that you'll take it kind of as a challenge to decide who you need to be more 
vulnerable or self-disclosing with Mm -hmm. so that you can connect and create those intimate relationships with the people that you want to be closest to. Uh, And while you work that out, we hope that you'll give yourself and your relationships and your self-disclosure a little living room. Thank you for joining us for today's show. We hope you'll keep the conversation going with us through social media on your favorite channels. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at From the Living Room or find us online for past episodes and other information about our hosts at www.fromthelivingroom.com. 